The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. There is a new proposal to provide permanent supportive housing in the city of Edmonton. We told you about it earlier this week. It in part includes having temporary bridge housing on the exhibition lands in the former do- dorm where jockeys used to live. Uh, that is just part part of the proposal, just one one key part of the proposal. Uh, with more, we're joined by Jackie Ford, the city's branch manager for social development. Jackie, welcome back to the show. Jaylen, it's always nice to be on your show. Uh, nice to hear your voice, my friend. So tell us about this this proposal. It has um, it has three prongs to it, and that that temporary bridge housing in the in the jockey's dorm is just one part of it. What else does it include, Jackie? Yeah, it's a really comprehensive report, and it was uh, going to go to council this week. Uh, the um, agenda was a little fuller than uh, they anticipated, <laughs> so it's going back in in June. But it, it, the report talks about three types of housing. The bridge housing, which you uh, mentioned, which is a temporary uh, housing. Like it, Just to put it in context, there's, housing is a spectrum. So there's times when you need a real safety net, and that would be something like a, a shelter or a bridge house. And then there's times when you just need extra support. So that's permanent supportive housing, or maybe you need some help paying the rent so you have affordable renting. And then the spectrum just keeps going to affordable home Uh ownership and then outright market ownership. So our plan that we're taking, uh, that council has approved and we're working on, talks in this report, we talk about the interim housing, which is supportive housing, bridge housing, and permanent supportive housing. So it's the it's the first end of the housing uh, spectrum. And the reason that we are going with that is because anyone who lives in this city knows that we have far too many people right now who live on our streets and spend way too many nights in shelters. So we're trying to increase that, uh, that, that housing to get some folks off the street. Those numbers are what still sitting around 2,000, Jackie, of, of people, of, of homeless and those living rough? Yeah, it's about 1,900, 2,000. And every night uh, on the streets of our city, about 500 people sleep outside. Okay, so the the bridge housing, which is kind of that immediate need, and so it looks at using that uh, that facility at, uh, mm-hmm. at the ex- on the exhibition grounds, and it also talks about um, some temporary modular supportive housing building with 57 units. When we talk about temporary modular supportive housing, um, you know, what is that? Is that sea cans? Is it Atco trailers? Is it you know what what would that be? Actually, we we looked around the country to see because one of the reasons that uh, or one of the things we know we need to do is build this housing faster so there is regular builds where you go out you put uh, the building out the tender you prep the land and you build a permanent structure but modular uh, permanent supportive housing in our report is using a a, a factory built the, the houses built are built in a factory in a controlled environment and while that's happening we're getting the land the site ready and ready for it to come in. And we know the city of uh, Toronto is using modular housing, and we also know that the province of British Columbia has had lots of modular housing specifically for permanent supportive housing. So it's built off-site, comes in, and it's ready to go. It's custom-made for exactly what we need. And it can sit on land for uh, anywhere three, five years while that land is being prepped for permanent uh, a permanent build. But then we can move it. 
So as oh. these sites become more and more available, we can move the move this uh, housing onto another piece of land and keep building. So it's it's a fast way to build, and it's also a cheaper way to build. So the estimated cost for the the, the in the report that we have, fifty seven units would cost nine million dollars. Nine million. Okay, and, it would and then be up and going in eighteen to twenty four months. Wow, 18 to 24 months. Okay, and then mm-hmm. there's one that looks a little bit more permanent, and this is the the four um, developments that would be spread around the city for about 150 units. So would that be like a traditional kind of apartment complex type facility? Yes, that's exactly okay. it. So those would be, okay. they would look like apartments in neighborhoods across the city. All right. So and the have those... really comprehensive. It's got... Yeah. Bridge housing, it's got modular housing and regular built. You've been busy, Jackie. You've been very busy (laughs) by the sounds of it. So um, with that, with that, though, and again, it was supposed to be up for, you know, discussion this week. It's been put over until June. Obviously, City Council has a lot of things on their minds right now. When we take a look at at the cost of this, and people always want to know the numbers, Jackie, and Mm -hmm. and we've we've talked on this show before, um, and we know that the city's in tough right now, the province is in tough right now, the country's in tough right now if i remember correctly the province has has um turned down um a funding request for this project is that right that's right we continue to work with the province because they would be uh helpful partners not only in the capital uh, of building these but also the operating costs because we're talking about supportive housing so the people who live there need extra support um health care, uh, rental income, rental support, uh, mental health support, those kind of things. So the province is an important partner, but the city city council has instructed our team to say, what would this look like if we didn't have money from the province? Okay. So that's so what the report talks about. So there's uh, the entire cost of the six projects because we, we own the jockey dorm. The city owns the jockey dorm, yeah. so that's not a capital cost. But it would be $53 million all in. $53 million all in. Okay. $53 all in. So we do, however, have a uh, partner, a not-for-profit housing provider, that may be able to secure some funding from CMHC. So that would lessen the city's overall um, cost by about $14 million. So in the one scenario, the city would pay all the capital costs. That would be $53 million. In the other scenario, the city would pay just shy, uh, just over $39 million. And CMHC loans and grants would pay the rest. I know there's uh, some folks out there right now who would say, um, you know, Jackie, it sounds like a really good proposal, but the city's in no position to to foot this kind of bill right now. But I think those who who work in um, the business that you do, and certainly with um, social development, that you you also know the huge impact that um, that bridge housing, that temporary housing, that permanent housing has on um, other areas like medical, that sort of stuff. Eventually, I know that the city wants to do this because they believe that there would be a, a long-term cost savings. Absolutely. We know that it costs a lot of money for people to live on the streets. They're, they're higher users of health care, ambulance services, police costs, justice costs. Uh, we, we just know, and there are permanent supportive housing uh, facilities in the city that can say we save the entire system millions of dollars a year every time we house someone mm-hmm. and bridge mm-hmm. and the bridge housing proposal that we have at uh, northlands we fully operational we could cycle 200 people 
through there every year who are looking for a new place to live. So they go in there, they stay short term, 30 to 90 days, and while they're looking for a home, while they're looking for a permanent place to stay, this will remove people from the streets. It, it, it yeah, will, think, and it will save everyone money. And I think, Jackie, the one thing is, though, is that you just can't have one without the other. If you, if, if someone is going into to bridge housing, you need to get into supportive housing afterwards. Mm-hmm. So if you have the one thing, you need to have enough room at the next stage as well. And then at the next stage, when it comes to just basic affordable housing. So it, mm-hmm. this all works together. And, um, you know, it, it sounds like a, a great plan. And I just think right now that uh, things are going to be in tough just because of the financial situation that the city uh, finds itself in. So what does happen next with this? It's going to go back, well, in June for discussion. Um, We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. What we're asking council, we're giving council our our plan and saying, what do you think? Should we continue? And if so, then we will work uh, to, there's a little bit of work to be left at the dorm at the Northlands, but that could be operational by the end of the year. If they say, yeah, let's try the modular permanent supportive housing, we will then go find some land for that and, and start working on that project. And for the, for the, um, the four per- more uh, regular builds, if I can use that word, um, we have some sites identified. We haven't said where they are yet because we don't know what if council wants us to proceed. But if that does happen, then we will go work with those communities and and work with the not-for-profit housing provider to get the rest of the funding. So Jackie, it is a, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just going to ask you about numbers again. So are you finished and then I'll ask. So so this report is, is a sort of an update to council about the plan that they asked us to go out and, and try and make happen. Uh, we would have liked to see more money from the province, but we also, city council has, has indicated many times that, that housing is their number one priority, permanent supportive housing is their number mm-hmm. one priority. So we're trying to move the needle as much as we can with what we have. I, okay, uh, and I might have missed that. Those numbers that e- are either you know 39 million with with uh, mm-hmm. with a with a team with the CMHC or, or 53 million mm-hmm. is that um, full costs? I mean, is there going to be ongoing operating costs on top of all that? Is is that number just to get this up and running? This those numbers are the capital costs. The operating okay. costs would come from uh, the housing providers, the not-for-profit okay. agencies in the city would have that funding. Okay. And just All to right. be clear, the, the city council does have a housing reserve fund because they, over the years, they've they've understood that housing is important, so they've been putting money in there. So that the money is in reserve right now. All right, uh, sounds good. Jackie, always great to catch up with you. Thanks for, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Thank you, Jaylen. Jackie Ford joining us this afternoon talking about that plan for um, housing, supportive housing in the city of Edmonton, bridge housing, supportive housing, and then um, hopefully we can get the, get folks into um, in uh, some full-time housing. Jackie is the branch manager for social development for the city of Edmonton. Some of your texts coming in this afternoon. Marshall says, Jay, maybe instead of spending over $12 million on new bricks at City Hall and $1.5 on new street signs at this time, they could spend some money on housing for the homeless.